Hello and welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. It is our second episode for 2023. You are very lucky, or maybe I'm just very lucky that I get to speak to you every couple of days this month. So rather than just doing a weekly episode, I'm kind of feeling like 2023 is going to be the year of the muse. So by that, I mean, um, I'm kind of open to whatever happens creatively, which means that there may be some of my crazy ideas that come out in some marketing campaigns, you know, like when I wrote the 12 Days of Christmas parody song. I feel like there might be a bit of that coming this year. I'm open to whether I write another book. I'm open to the regularity of the podcast. I'm really looking forward to having guests on. Um, I thought, you know what, in January, I'm going to mostly do the episodes on my own just to kind of get us going after we've come out of a season change. But the muse is here. The muse is here today. And I am excited to be talking to you for the second episode. And today we're kind of last episode, we talked about supplements and vitamins because so many people at the start of a year kind of like go, I'm going to make health a priority. And so today we're going to talk around bikes and scooters and exercise equipment stuff that you, your partner, your kids, your family may have and may not actually be using for a whole multitude of reasons. It is not unusual. As a professional organizer, I can attest to the not unusualness of families having scooters and bikes that nobody uses. And not only does nobody use, nobody could use if they wanted to because they don't fit them anymore. And as always, I'm not throwing stones because I live in a glass house and we have a bike that sits just outside my office actually in our bike stand that was a largest bike from maybe grade three. He's now year nine (laughs) and he couldn't get on there. His knees would like touch his ears. And we have been saying for about 12 months, oh, we've got to get rid of that bike. We've got to sell that bike. We've got to pass it on to someone. And so I get it. I'm with you. I think we may even have a scooter out the back that didn't quite make it to the last donation drop off. So I'm preaching to myself today, but we are kind of delving into that. I have this equipment. I have a desire to use it. Like what's the disconnect? Why do we have bikes but not ride them? Why do we have scooters but not scoot? How do we actually engage and make the barriers to engaging in those fun things that we genuinely want to do like everybody dreams of having like this family bike ride and you know we go and we spend time and we're like those families we see you know on socials that are our friends that just have those families my family's we've never ever ever in my family existence so jesse's 16 and a half we've never been for a family bike ride So if you just need the pressure taken off that today is about giving you permission that you don't have to live up to some fantasy expectation, I'm here for you. We have never been for a family bike ride. Now, the kids have been for bike rides and I have jogged with them or Cal has ridden or run with them. Like we still do things as a family, but it doesn't have to be by these kind of magazine rules of all four of us riding along and we've got a picnic lunch. No, it doesn't have to be that. If you want to ride, ride. If you want to scooter, scooter. If you want to run, run. But what I want to talk to you about is how do you declutter the things around these activities that are actually stopping you from doing them? Like it seems crazy that having too many bikes stops you you going bike riding. 
because it kind of feels like the more you have, the more you'll do it. But that is not my experience as a professional organiser. And I'm sure that you'll be nodding along going, yeah, that's not my experience either. So we're going to talk about what kind of bikes and scooters do you have on your property? Do you have some in the shed, maybe in the garage? Do you have some under the deck? Do you have some just in the backyard because some kids just picked it up and ridden it and then left it because they got bored? I think it's a really helpful thing at this point to kind of gather all of your bikes and scooters. Maybe you've got those baby bike attachments or the attachments that you hook on and they get to pedal, helmets, locks, drink bottle holders, um, those I suppose they're kind of locks, like the U-bend ones that you can hook your bike up and lock it up somewhere. Maybe you've got lights and attachments or training wheels that the kids don't use anymore. Gather all of those things in one spot and just kind of do a stock take. What are we using? What are we definitely not using? What might we use in the future? And what are we definitely, definitely not going to use in the future? If you've finished having kids and nobody is going to have to have training wheels again, but the bike's still being used, it's okay to get rid of the training wheels. Like just ditch the training wheels. You don't need to keep it all together. Um, And so we're going to dig into that. We want to do that first, that gathering. Do you have more than you need? Do you have more than you use? Actually, let's go to a quick ad break. I'm going to be back before you know it and we're going to talk about how to do the decluttering and the storing and some really good questions to ask. So I'll be back before you know it. All right, so now that we've gathered all of our bikes and scooters and attachments and all the things that go with it, I want you to actually like pick what is it that we want to use. So it may not be, hey, we go bike riding every weekend, but if we were to go riding, what is it that we would use? And would people in our family use it more if we had them more easily accessible? So What we have is we found that when the kids were riding a lot and cow rides, if the bikes were all like leaning up against each other and it was hard to get the middle, any bike other than the one at the front, if it was hard to get it out, it was kind of like, who could be bothered? Admittedly, it probably would only take 30 seconds, maybe a minute, but it is that barrier and it feels like a barrier. And so what we got is a standing bike rack that you just wheel the bikes into and the the front wheel goes in and that stops it falling over, which makes it super easy when you want to get any bike out because there's nothing stopping it. Like you can just go grab it and pull it out from any position on the bike rack. And so there are so many awesome solutions to storing your bikes and scooters. If you have a garage or a shed, hanging them on the walls or the ceiling is just a brilliant idea. If I had a garage or even a carport, I would probably do that, but we don't. And so find a solution that works for you so that as you're going through and you're deciding what are the things that I want to use, what are the things that the kids, you know, maybe you've got kids that every time you go to the park say, can we bring our scooters? And you say, oh, I just, I don't know where they all are or I don't know where the helmets are. And it becomes this barrier and so you put it off. Wouldn't it be cool if the kids said, hey, I want to bring my bike, I want to bring my scooter, you knew that it was a one-minute job just to grab the things and put them in the car. And so by getting rid of the things that are too small, that really does free up space. And the reality is kids grow so freaking fast that there probably are bikes and scooters that nobody fits in your house anymore. 
Um, or maybe they've just gotten really old. They were already third hand before you got them and they've been out in the rain. And so it is time to let that go. And sometimes letting go of the old ones gives you that space to go, okay, we actually do need a bike for someone. Because what bigger families, I've worked with families that have five, seven kids, and it may be you only have three and it still feels like this, is you actually just say, I don't know what we have. And I, I love the idea of going for a bike ride, but how do we decide who rides what? And so maybe you just need to like get a little label maker and put people's names on the bike or just get a Sharpie or something so that you know really quickly and easily who fits what bike and then you can get rid of what you don't need. If you have multiple bikes, if you're a bike rider, maybe you just need to have one that's really easily accessible so that when you do want to go for a ride, it is a quick grab the bike, chuck the helmet on and go. And you do have other bikes that's harder to get to or that are stored away a little bit. I want you to think about how are you going to get to the place where you're going to do the bike ride? This is something admittedly that I had not thought about when our children were little. And that is that as they get bigger, you can't just chuck their bikes in the back of the sedan or even in the back of the SUV. And so if you dream of going for bike rides as a family, but you can't get all of the bikes to a location or you don't live somewhere where you can ride to a cycling location, do you need to buy a bike rack? Like what are the things that are going to make doing the activity super, super, super easy? Do you need to have somewhere near the front door where bike helmets are kept? And so you always can grab the bike helmets without having to search the garage or check them for whitetail spiders or whatever it is. Is there a way that you can continue to make things easy? Do you not really use scooters? And yes, you've got scooters but you don't use them. And so maybe it's time to let them go so that when you're thinking of an activity, it's really easy to just grab the three bikes that do get used and use them. Think about the things, like I said, the locks and the pumps and the drink bottle holders and the lights and all of the accessories, keep them together. So even if it's in a clear container, in the shed, in the garage, wherever, have all those accessories together, get rid of what you don't need. But when you do need them, you do not want to be searching for them. You don't want to be searching for a tire pump or a spare tire or a patch or whatever it is. Make it easy. Easy, easy, easy is the key to having all of these um, activity items, bikes and scooters, easily accessible and actually used. Now, you may love going on a bike ride once a year. Do you need a bike in order to achieve that goal? It's a good question, isn't it? Maybe you could just borrow a bike so my teenage boys are not massively into riding anymore. So we only have one bike that Cal, Jesse and Elijah could ride. So they could each go on a ride individually and have, but we could borrow a bike from like my nephew or a kid from school if we needed it. And so for us, it's not worth having three bikes because they don't go riding together. And so maybe you like us go, actually, we can downsize the quantity of bikes and just have one that we know everyone is able to use if and when they need it. I hope that is helpful. Um, bikes and scooters can be a pretty confronting one because you feel like they're worth a lot of money and you're like, I don't want to get rid of it, but how do I donate it? Where do I give it to? Just have a look. Even if you jump on your local marketplace um, page on Facebook or go to your local op shop and just say, do you take good working bikes? Are there places that you can take bikes and scooters to that are broken and then they will repair them and, and pass them on to people who couldn't otherwise afford to get a new bike? So there's heaps of options. But the main thing today is all about gathering, decluttering, and then organizing so that you can use your bikes and scooters. 
I want to see if you have done this and your family has then been able to throw the bikes in the back of the car, throw them in the trailer, take them on holidays, go to the park, jump into my Facebook community and share that because it would encourage my little soul to see your family actually having the freedom that being decluttered and organised brings. Have an amazing next couple of days. If you haven't already gone and done your supplements, you could do that as well as your bikes and scooters today. And I look forward to being in your ears in another couple of days. Bye. I would like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people who are the traditional custodians of the land this podcast is recorded on. I would also like to pay respects to their elders, both past and present of the Kulin Nation, and extend that respect to other Indigenous Australians. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love you to rate and review the show on your podcast app. That will help others to find the Art of Decluttering podcast as well. If you'd like any more information, you can visit theartofdecluttering.com.au and I would love to see you in my Facebook group. Just search the Art of Decluttering community on Facebook and join today. I hope that you have an incredible rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Thank you.